Albert Einstein once said that all religions, arts and sciences are branches of the same tree. As today's technology and global risks race ahead of our understanding and stretch the boundaries of humanity, we face unprecedented ethical conundrums. I believe that reaching beyond the sciences and religion to that third branch, the arts, offers essential insight into these challenges. I call ethical decision-making on the borders of humanity, ethics on the edge. We all teeter on the edge. How do we define a life well-lived in a partly virtual world? Where do we look for moral guidelines and truth when curated selves befriend each other through algorithms? How do we make conscionable decisions in the uncharted territory of civilian space travel, designer genetics, and artificial intelligence? And what about the problems that are still on the ethical edge but shouldn't be, such as inequality or racism? Please join me in conversation with some of the world's leading artists and arts world pioneers as we explore some of today's most challenging ethical questions through the lens of the visual and performing arts, architecture, and literature. So, Master Shubing, thank you so much for having me. And thank it's um, particularly a pleasure to be in your studio in Beijing. Um, before we get into some of the ethics-focused questions, could you just speak a little bit about the trajectory of your career? I mean, I read in the research that you started as a child of the Cultural Revolution, mm -hmm. and now uh, you are working with incredible creativity in all aspects of your work, mm -hmm. and also perhaps select a few themes um, that you'd like to emphasize, and in particular, one that has emerged um, seemingly um, throughout your body of work is how we see things, how human beings see things. 其实一个人喜欢艺术，最早其实都是从喜欢涂鸦，喜欢在纸上这个涂抹而开始的。他享受一种这个呃动手和涂写的快感。呃，小的时候，所以就喜欢艺术，这个喜欢画画。但是后来我发现我现在做的艺术和那个时候最原初的对艺术的兴趣好像是两个东西当然了在中国这个呃作为一个艺术家其实呢他确实是一个很特殊的一个一个成长的过程相对来说他也是一个被动的过程我们这一
的艺术家呢，好像是活了好几辈子，因为我们有这个很早期的社会主义的经验，同时呢又有这个有能 you know, 文化大革命的经验，同时呢又有这个文革以后的改革开放的一个经验与西方接触的经验，同时呢我们又这个直接参与到。一个全球的一个文化或者说文明发展的一个阶段啊，当然现在呢，这个中国又进入了另外一个非常特殊的一个一个一个时期，嗯，所以呢，我就感觉我们这辈子比较幸运的就是这一辈子活了好几辈子啊，所以呢，我觉得不用选择，就是历史让你，呃，给你安排了一个非常特殊和丰富的一个呃生活历程。And now we're at a time where we're seeing ethics start to take its place in society and in government, um, and indeed in the arts. And so, what do you think is the responsibility of artists, whether it's artists such as yourself, visual artists, or musicians, or architects, or writers, to influence the ethics of a society in your own time and also for future generations? Do you think artists have a responsibility to uh, influence ethics, or do you think artists? Sole focus is their aesthetic or the the essence of their artistic endeavor. I think this question, the core thing, is not that I have to answer this question. I think this is a natural question. That is, if you want to become a good artist or become a creative person, 呃，人类的问题是关注的，就是你必须对人类问题是有提问的啊，并不是你随时要意识到或者要求自己要对，要用艺术对道德问题提出一个回答或者一个态度。呃，如果是有这样的一个太直接的一个目的，可能你就不会是一个好的艺术家。So, what are your current um, motives? What are your current um, ambitions in this regard with the works that you're working on today? We've seen a number of things. There's behind me in the studio here. You have what I understand is 3D printing of the Phoenix, a tremendous project that you're mounting in Germany, and I gather with local trash even and local workers. Um, but how would you describe the, your current ambitions in terms of impact on society? Ah, uh, actually. 我的艺术的作品的主题是什么？呃，有的时候也不太容易说清楚。但是总的来说，凭我个人的经验，我是觉得艺术家对什么东西感兴趣，或者说艺术家他对什么主题关注，或者他想说什么主题，这个我觉得一般来说不是艺术家事先设计的，或者说计划的啊。呃，当我做了很多作品以后，我回过头来看自己的作品的时候，我才发现，哦，原来我是这样的一个人，原来我对这些问题感兴趣，或者说，我对这种材料感兴趣。呃，作品就像一个镜子，最后从中看到自己。So you're learning from your own work after the fact. 所以就是说，呃，我觉得艺术。对艺术家来说，他有点宿命，他给你规定了一个你不得不走的一个方向。你即使不喜欢自己的风格或者自己的艺术
你喜欢别人的东西，比如说我喜欢 Andy Warhol 的风格，或者我喜欢谁的这个 Jasper Jones 风格，但是呢，实际上那个那个不属于你，而你你费再大的努力，你也不可能成为那个艺术家，而你自己不得不走的方向呢，你再不想走，但是最终你还是要走你的方向。这就是艺术为什么那么值钱，或者说，艺术是我们的一个唯一的一个对他信赖的一个依据，因为它是很诚实的。It's so honest and it's not repeatable, meaning that as you you mentioned Andy Warhol and Jasper Johns as examples,、yeah. mm-hmm. and there will never be another Andy Warhol, and there will never be another Stubing.、Oh, yeah. That each of you have your individual destinies,、um, and your artistic destinies are expressed. With different、uh, societal impact, with different、um, modes,、um, with different visual results. Yeah. Because art, I say art is authenticity. That is, you want to show art by painting, or 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 you want to show art by painting. I can't imagine a more perfect statement、uh, at this particular juncture in history.、Um, I'm coming from the perspective of the United States, where, as you know, we have President Trump. But along with that, we have the Oxford Dictionaries saying that the most used new word of 2016 is "post-truth." And、um, you mentioned earlier in our conversation that you, you sort of, in your lifetime, in your career trajectory, you rode the wave of history. Well, I can't imagine a more appropriate time to be talking about how we cannot hide from the truth and how art exposes the truth,、uh, whether we try to hide or not.、Yeah. If we could come back to、um, one of the pillars of ethics, which is making decisions based on values, can you speak a little bit about where you get your own values, or as I might describe it, your true north that helps you guide your decisions in your life and in your career?、Um, a lot of the research has shown、um, that you have. Quite a prominent family academically.、Um, your father was the chair of the history department at Peking University, if I'm not mistaken, and your mother was a professor. Do you get your values from family,、um, from art, from religion, from other sources? Where do you get your core principles or core values? Hmm. You say I first, this, uh, correct one, this, uh, unfair. 部分就是我妈妈不是一个 professor， 她只是一个教学的秘书，在北京大学的图书馆学系。那当然，这个价值观呢，我觉得是其实很复杂的啦。啊，就是任何一个微小的信息都可能会影响你的一个价值观，嗯，或者影响你对事情的判断。呃，我其实，在路上在看你的这个问题，所以我在在想这个到底我的价值观是从哪儿来的啊？呃呃，我在想呢，其实，呃，我的很多的价值观一定是从父母这儿来的，特别是从母亲这儿来的啊，因为呢，他的价值观又是从哪儿来的呢？实际上，我是觉得他的价值观呢，是从他的一个非常佛教的一个呃家庭来的。当然，除此之外呢，我觉得我们这一代人的很多的价值观呢，其实来自于。早期的社会主义的一个共产主义的价值观，嗯，当然这些社会主义和共产主义的价值观呢，它实际上是通过当时
毛泽东树立的一些英雄的这个行为而对我们这个的影响。我觉得这些所谓英雄的行为，其实是成为我们在成长过程中的一个榜样。这是我们一生，就是我们那个时期。努力成为这样的一个人的一个 model。当然呢，还有一些等我们更成熟一些的时候，在文革的后期呢，其实我们能够看到个别的苏联的，就是前苏联的，或者说这个欧洲的一些小说，就这小说是很有限的，这么几本比如说有一本叫《牛虻》，啊，呃，还有是什么《钢铁是怎样炼成的》这样的一些。这个前苏联的一些小说的东西，这些东西其实基本上都是这种，它背后都是基督教的一种对自己的一种自虐和惩罚性的一种一种价值观，一种人生准则。这个东西对我们也有一定的影响。但是这个东西和中国的这个社会主义时期树立的这些英雄呢，其实内在有一种共同的东西了。Were there particular novels, or indeed, are there today particular leaders in any field who you think are wonderful role models from an ethical decision-making perspective? People who do what they do well, but also ethically. 真正对我的这个道德准则有影响的，我觉得可能更多的不是艺术作品，嗯，而或者说文学作品，呃，我觉得更多的是现实生活中的。呃，周边的事情，或者说有些是很小的一些事情，嗯。So again, we're back to what's real as opposed to fiction,、um, and we'll come to what's real in your own work and in your in your new film,、uh, Dragonfly Eyes, a bit later.、Um, right now, I'd like to switch gears slightly and just ask you, what has been the most difficult ethical conundrum that you have faced in your life, personally or professionally?、嗯其实，其实人这个随时都在各种各样的道德的一个，呃，道德的一个判断的一个纠结之中。这个很具体，比如说我在做我那个大的那个 Phoenix 的这个作品的时候，嗯，呃，我其实这个做这个作品的这个起因呢，其实是我看到了这么多的，呃，这么多的这个农民工，然后呢，用这么这么辛苦和这么低的这个这个这个。这个手段来建造这么金碧辉煌的现代化的大楼啊，所以我想做这么一个作品，用建这个大楼的呃废料和工人的工具和他们的生活用品做一个作品，是吧？啊，呃，这个挂在他们当时建这个大楼就是建一个金融中心，我就想做这么一个东西挂在这个金融中心的中间。当我在做这么巨大的一个作品的时候呢，它必须有一个一个一个财政的问题，呃，而且呢，我必须和这些工人一起，用非常辛苦的方式，呃，甚至比他们做这个大楼更辛苦的方式来完成这么一个作品。当然，这里面就有一个纠结，在于这个作品是我的作品，而我用等于是金钱。然后换取他们的这个，其实是一个低廉的劳动，是吧？嗯、呃，就
。这里其实就有一个道德纠结问题，而且这个作品呢，它确实是为了实现这么一个由废料和垃圾做成的作品，它有时候却要消费更多的资金。Starts with the fact that this work, your work, is a very different work because you made the choices that you did to use trash and to to employ the workers.、Um, but it's also an exceptional example because we are constantly in a struggle, whether it's whether the we is、um, global corporations, whether the we is governments, or whether the we is individuals, with sometimes sustainability. So using trash or reusing trash costs more than just waste. Um, sometimes employing people who are in difficult situations,、uh, who are who, or who seem to be excluded, who seem to be left out, is more costly or more difficult than bringing in armies of professional artists. And obviously, someone of your stature would have any number of choices to bring in armies of professional artists.、Um, but in the end, one of the one of the things that you seem to be showcasing here is art for everyone and by everyone. Uh, and also cooperation,、uh, and I'm fascinated by that. And one of my recent、uh, interviews with Biz Stone, who was one of the co-founders of Twitter, when I asked him what his priority as a matter of ethics for the world is, he talked about cooperation.、Mm-hmm. And it seems that with this project, you've also really furthered that value of cooperation and the, the importance of working together in today's world.、Mm-hmm. If we could extend this theme a bit,、um, can you speak a little bit about the ethics challenges of the business side of your art? You have major works in museums,、uh, in you show around the world.、Mm-hmm. You obviously run a studio. You were vice chair of the Central Academy of Fine Arts.、Mm-hmm. So whether an academic institution or whether museums or whether running a studio, are there any particularly important ethical challenges to running the business side of the arts? 呃，这个呢，其实一直是对于任何一个艺术家都是纠结的啊，因为呢，这个确实是。艺术它要需要资金来支持的，嗯，而且呢，这个，呃，后来我发现，其实任何的，呃，工作，它它最终都是要跟资本这个缠绕在一起的啊，呃，但是我有时候也在想，呃，我为什么可以销售我的作品，或者说这个。藏家或者美术馆为什么要花这么多钱来为我做展览？或者藏家为什么要花那么多钱来收藏这些作品？这些作品到底是什么东西呢？嗯、呃，他的这个他们收藏的是什么呢？这些作品在材料上都是一些破烂或者一些垃圾。这里面就是他，他总是要让我反思，我到底。给这个社会了什么东西，而让社会可以回馈给我这些工作室的，让我有饭吃，或者让我有房子住。因为这些艺术本身都是一些破烂都是一些垃圾，都是一些材料。当然呢，比我在制作的制作上更精工的
或者花时间更多的艺术也有很多。但是我在想，也许我的作品给社会提供了一种特殊的认识事物的角度，或者说它提示了一种特殊的思想方法。就这些这些作品，其实它。对别人在这个新的一个看事情的角度上有新的启示，可能价值来自于这个东西。嗯，就是别人收藏的是这个东西，只是这些作品物化的作品，可能代表了这样的一种思想方法。And indeed, this comes back to the theme we talked about in the beginning about trying to understand and influence how people see things. Um, from that perspective of New perspective and and influencing society and in, in, and offering society a new perspective because indeed some of your works are so large in scale physically and also in terms of the message that they are, if I'm not mistaken, not necessarily intended for an individual collector, but they are intended for public spaces. What do you think is the biggest ethical challenge that society faces today? 当代的社会或者当代的世界，我觉得面临着太多的这种。道德判断的问题啊，呃 ，maybe just choose one or two. There are a lot, but 呃，不是，因为什么呢？我是觉得这个几乎所有的东西都受到了挑战。嗯，比如说这个传统的法律、传统的道德，包括宗教、这个哲学，呃，好像人类的这些，嗯，这些。这些被建立起来的东西，哈，呃，好像面对这个一个急速变化的一个世界，哈，好像这些东东西都得重新的再再判断。So do you think it's that the ethics and the religion and the law are well, in particular ethics and religion are changing, or is it that they have to navigate a changing world? 我觉得这个社会在改变着他们，嗯。因为什么呢？因为实际上现在的人类呢，由于这个速度，让人类的生理上的思考的节奏不适应。就像我，比如说，在过去我要去美国去找你，在讨论一个事情，呃，我可能要坐船或者怎么样，要好几个月的时间。呃，这好几个月的时间，我都可以在想这个事情，我到底怎么样跟苏珊交流或者讨论。但是现在呢，我可能接到一个微信，我可能接到一个电话，我就得马上决定，哎，这个事情我应该怎么样？就是说，人类的这个思维的节奏，它跟不上这个这个这个现实的节奏，而让我们没有足够的时间和经验来判断，就是社会的急速而积累就积压起来的各种各样的问题。And that is indeed、um, one of the reasons for this ethics in the art project, because it is when people like you, to use your earlier word, perspective, it's when people like you,、um, artists,、uh, writ large, take the time to say, "Let me show you a different perspective," or take a few moments and wander through a museum, or take a few moments and listen to a piece of music and just stop and reflect.、Um, that we are sort of bringing ourselves back to this human need. To take some time and understand our position relative to religion and, and religious, you know, whether it's gods or whether it's、um, religious values,、um, relative to everything that's、uh, that's happening around us, that as you say is beyond our comprehension. 艺术
和当代艺术，呃，其实是本身呢也受到很多的挑战，或者说它本身也反映出了很多的自身的弊病。比如说，我一边做着艺术，或者说他们叫当代艺术，但是我其实一直在反省这个领域的弊病。嗯。And I think that goes though exactly to the point that as an artist,、uh, you are taking this time to stop and reflect. And very importantly, you are sharing your perspective, as you said earlier, and the need for reflection with society more broadly. And artists are、uh, very much examples of the message that we do need to stop and reflect, even when the speed of the world, and in particular the speed of technology, is racing so far ahead that we can't keep pace.、Um, but that we are human beings; we are not robots,、um, and we are not able to understand the scale of some of the global risks that we're facing. But that without these moments of reflection and without stopping,、uh, as you said earlier, without just turning off WeChat once in a while,、mm. um, we're we're going to go in directions and and potentially even ethically that are extremely extremely dangerous.、Mm. Just on this、uh, theme of technology for a moment, please.、Mm. What do you think is the relationship between art and technology? Does does one come before the other? Are they somehow intertwined?、Um, for you, what is the relationship? 呃，最具有科技性的东西，或者说最好的科学家和最好的艺术家，呃，和最具有艺术性的东西，这两个东西好像是一个东西。但是呢，艺术呢，由于当代艺术本身的贫乏，所以呢，当代艺术家呢很喜欢使用高科技，而很喜欢这个让自己的艺术呢。反映出是一个新的艺术，或者说是带有未来暗示、带有未来性的艺术，而使用这个高科技。Why is that? Is it that artists are not being trained properly? Is it that there's something going on with creativity? Why? Why do you see this、um, this emptiness in in much modern art? 艺术家或者说艺术界，呃，过分的相信艺术本身。或者说，艺术家过分的相信自身的创造力，而使这个艺术本身的创造力降低。这个降低的原因是由于他们只看重艺术本身，而忽视了社会的创造力，忽视了从这个社会现场中吸纳这个动力或者吸纳这个能量，而而这个用于自己的艺术创造上。啊，另外一个原因呢是什么？就是说，艺术这个系统是一个古典系统。呃，不管多当代的艺术，都必须进入到一个非常古典的一个系统中，而指认它为艺术。比如说，我在其实很早的时候，可能是十多年以前，在纽约蒙马参加过一个展览，这个展览就是叫“点 com 之后的艺术”。呃，这个展览就是说，在探讨艺术家如何应对新科技的挑战。我呢，当时做了一个 installation， 就是一个我们的对话软件，就是我们那个地，就是说你打英文和打中文，最后都变成了 icon 的 language。所以这两个人呢，就可以不同语言的人就可以做一个简单的交流。那个那个 installation 呢，其实，在那个展览上还是大家很喜欢的。嗯。呃，但是我知道这个作品是有问题的。它的问题是什么呢？问题就是说，我为什么一定要让观众来到 MoMA 的这个空间来 play 这个 installation？ 事实上，在纽约
和在北京，或者说在 Kenya， 就可以完成这个 play。So earlier we were talking about the speed with which technology is taking over,、uh, and you were also talking about this sense as a child that you couldn't change things. And here we are today in 2017,、mm-hmm. and you have literally offered an alternative to both classic and simplified Chinese characters.、Mm-hmm. And can you explain a little bit this system? 嗯，这个字呢，其实是我在差不多十五年以前做的，就开始了这个系统啊。我当时生活在纽约，嗯，所以等于是生活在这个两个文化之间啊。呃，这种字我觉得很有意思。实际上呢，它可以说它是戴着面具的文字 ，camouflaged， 对，戴着面具的，就是说它给你一个非常的呃中文的一个面孔。但是，如果是你不懂英文，你还读不了啊。但是呢，却西方人却可以读啊，因为呢，它其实是这个每一个字呢，都是由二十六个字母拼拼出来的。嗯，比如说这个 S H I N E， 是吧 ？On O N。So we can actually see English letters and English words here. So on and shine. Yeah. yeah. Read from top to bottom. Yeah. 这是 M。Men. Men. Yeah. I've read about that you started thinking about icons,、mm-hmm. in part because that's the way children、mm-hmm. see things and children learn. And I saw on the wall of your studio、mm-hmm. icons, and there are things like、um, McDonald's. Some are brand focused, so like a、mm-hmm. McDonald's logo or a Kentucky Fried Chicken logo,、mm-hmm. and others are symbols,、um, things like what we see on. Um, public restrooms,、mm. or sort of a fork and a knife and a plate to signal mm. eating. Mm. Others, I have to admit,、um, one I missed myself, which was a hot pot,、mm. because I don't have that in my、um, sort of day-to-day、um, cultural uh, sort of cultural situation. But I'm fascinated by the idea that this is a way through、um, linguistic, a very human way through、mm. linguistic differences and even cultural differences, and it's looking for what's common.、Mm. And I'm wondering if that isn't a way, also, to say we can find common language to talk about some of today's, as you put it earlier, overwhelmingly、um, fast and overwhelmingly large-scale ethical challenges.、Um, I'd like to ask you a little bit about education.、Mm-hmm. You were the recipient of the MacArthur Genius Grant. Of course,、mm-hmm. this always gets a lot of、um, a, a lot of well-deserved、um, publicity and respect.、Um, What do you see as、uh, the responsibility of educators to include the arts? It's increasingly a question because, as you point out earlier, technology is taking a greater and greater space in everyone's lives, but in particular in education. And we're also seeing more and more that young people are associating technology with job potential. So they start to think that that's the path to both career success or even just gainful employment. So. It's nudging the arts out in certain countries in terms of curriculum. 嗯，我觉得艺教育中的艺术，比如说在教育中，我觉得不是美术课，嗯，也不是艺术课所能真正呃完成的啊。我觉得其实作为一个优秀的教育，实际上呢，呃，在这个在所有的这个细节中，或者在甚至在他的任何一句话中。其实都渗透着艺术的价值和艺术的这个层次啊。实际上，好的教育，实际上我是认为，应该是教给学生怎么样发现自己，或者说怎么样找回失去的东西
怎么样判断，呃，老师教给我们的知识。So in other words, to think for themselves and to think about how they express themselves, whether it's through words or through painting or through gestures or through icons. 教育的目的其实就是要把这个人从一个粗糙的人变为一个精致的人，呃，就是要让他通过这样的一些、一些、一些、一些训练，让他懂得，就是懂得一个如何在一个大的关系中，这个具有明察秋毫的能力。其实我一直在判断这个学生。他对艺术到底准备付出多少？他身上到底有哪些东西是属于他的，而是别人没有的？然后呢，我还要判断他的这个有价值的一点点的东西，怎么样？我说这个有价值的东西，包括他的优点和他的不足，任何的不足，怎么样给他转换成别人没有的，而他唯独他有的东西的时候？呃，同时呢，怎么样让这个东西被释放和挖掘出来？实际上，并不是帮他去挖，而是呃，帮他找到一个挖这个挖这个宝藏的一个一个比较好的一个一个入口。而且，教育呢，其实最终，我不要求他每个人都成为伟大的艺术家。嗯、呃，他可能不做艺术，但是他可能将来做任何的东西。So it's another way of exploring who they are as human beings, and how they understand their own ethical framework through the arts.、Um, you have a new project, and before we finish, I really want to spend some time on this new project called, in English, Dragonfly Eyes. And、uh, at the moment, all I've been able to see is a YouTube trailer that is both fascinating and somewhat scary, if I'm honest. Can you talk a little bit about this very reality-based、um, project and how this is、uh, sort of a new direction for you as an artist? This, uh, "Tintin Dream" 呢是我们现在正在做的一个电影，是一个项目啊。呃，我觉得这个项目是很值得做。嗯，刚才苏凡说有一部分是很可怕。实际上，这个呃，现实就是非常的具有非常可怕的部分。就像我们这个 team 中的人员，呃，参与了这个一段的这个搜集这个监控视频的工作以后，最后呢，他们出门都非常小心啊，因为呢，他们知道在这个世界上，任何东西都是可能发生的。我们发现，由于这个监控影像，让人类社会发生的很多的事情，这些事情是我们过去看不到的，而这些事情呢，又是超越于我们旧的这个逻辑思维范畴和旧的这个呃历史观的。比如说，我一边做这个东西，我一边在想，如果在一百年以前，比如说在中国的上海，是吧？或者说中国这个上海这个鲁迅生活的时代，如果是有一个月的监控，就上海这个地区的监控影像全都被留存到今天，那我们对历史的判断
是和今天是完全不一样的。嗯嗯。I think what you're raising is so many important themes with this work. I mean, first again, it is it is this word perspective that you've been raising throughout our conversation, where this is not just an artist's perspective, but this is an actual recording of reality. And we can talk about whether the way it is edited and cut and the choices that are made uh, influence context, context uh, demonstrate subjectivity, or otherwise change the way we interpret reality. But it's nonetheless a very objective. These are these are security foot, camera footages, or or personal iPhone or personal mobile phone footages. Um, but the others that come to mind is is this theme of anything can happen, and there have been a number of times um, we've heard phrases like. Don't imagine that the unimaginable can't happen.、Mm -hmm. Everything from the U.S. election to many、mm -hmm. other things that have happened over the last year,、mm -hmm. and this is a way of saying the unimaginable can happen in any area of life, in any part of the world, and this is part of, as you say, what's what's a bit scary, but it really is a, is, is、um, a reality check.、Mm -hmm. uh, and the the final sort of major theme that comes to mind is back to this idea of truth that we've been talking about.、Mm -hmm. Because we live in a world where so many people are crafting their own truth, and they're deciding that they can present their own truth to the world, whether it's through social media or otherwise, and this is basically saying, actually, we beg to differ. And if I'm not mistaken, it's sort of a way of saying there is a truth, not just your truth or my truth or any individual's truth. Is is that a fair、um, interpretation of of one of the results of this incredible work? Ah, 实际上真的是。真相是藏在一个我们未知的一个层面的啊，就真正的那个真相，我我我觉得是他无法，其实无法判断的，你知道吧？啊，比如说，比如说这个这个《金立战》这个电影呢，说实话，每一帧就这个电影有意思的地方，就是说我没有一个摄影师，也没有一个演员。而这个电影最不同的就是说，每一帧都是真实发生的。但是呢，这个在我们这个电影里头，就这个整个的故事的叙事中，其实每一帧又成为假的，和被掩盖的，或者说是人为安排和制造的。就是我们把这些真实的东西放在了我们一个虚构的故事中。什么是真实？其实一直在探讨这个东西。一念天堂，一念地狱，一代舍界，你此生将与佛门无缘。等将来啊，把第一次音像信息从自然中提出来，就知道真相了。原来，这些看似毫无关系，又如此有着必然关系的影像片段，揭示了我们眼睛无法看到的东西。And it is true that even from just the trailer, we have perhaps a false sense of truth, because as you say, there's no director, there are no actors. We think we're watching what really happened, because in a sense we are.、Um, but then there's this added layer of the editorial、uh, and of the story. But even the story in the trailer, for example, there was this very striking story for me about、um, a woman who gives birth to a child who is not physically attractive, and the husband gets very upset and discovers that actually 
the woman had had plastic surgery mm. before she got married and just yeah. never told the husband. Mm. And if I'm not mistaken, this is a court case. Mm. And he's suing his wife mm. for lying to him about the fact mm. that she had plastic surgery and now he has this child who he doesn't find attractive. Mm. I mean, there are all kinds of themes that whether or not specific stories are the truth or an absolute truth, mm. that are very much themes in society today. Mm. Um, and that somehow uh, this um, medium of edited existing footage as opposed to directed acted footage is getting us to look at these questions in a new way.这这个东西就像什么呢 Do the 古猿呢，是从中国的一个社会主义的态度来判断这个事儿的，就是说我的创造，我的创造是我的创造是为大众的啊，所以这两个价值观其实不同的。It's mm. very different perspective, and also very different perspective. If I'm understanding you correctly, about the positioning of the individual's work with society. Yeah. And I think um, as we are looking at global threats, mm. I think this question of differences in ethics, East and West, North and South, and, yeah. and otherwise is going to be increasingly important in order for us to be able to collectively solve problems mm. that can only be solved collectively. Yeah. 比如说中国文化中有一个很重要的价值观，就是说天人合一的思想。但是这个思想呢，在在人类文明 
发展工业文明的时期，比如说二百年以前、一百年以前，那个时期呢，这个这种思想就是一个，我觉得是一个不符合道德标准的思想啊，因为那个时候人类呢一直在发展工业文明，要改造自然，要解决人类的吃饭的问题，因为你不发展工业文明，人类就没法生存，嗯。那个是一个那个时期的道德准则，而同样一个价值观放到今今天，它可能就成了一个最符合或者说，呃，对人类文明进展的现今和下一个阶段最有效的一种价值观。Seems to me there are two things going on here. One is that there are cycles, so sometimes things come in cycles, and second is that we can have principles. But increasingly, what we're facing is not just do I respect my principles or my values, but how do I manage conflicting principles? So you mentioned several earlier when you were speaking about the Phoenix,、um, about employing、um, workers, and then on, on the other hand, the budget issues and all that.、Um, but it seems that you know, environment is the same thing. Sometimes it's actually cheaper to bring something from. The other side of the planet than it is to bring it from down the street. Sometimes people need to eat, and that's more important than the environmental concerns. So we're we're in this world of increasing conflicting principles. So the examples that you raise are、um, are particularly relevant today. Is there anything I should have asked you that I haven't?